Welcome to the Health and Wellness Practitioners Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Danielle Angela. In this show, I and my guest experts will talk about everything from getting your practice started to developing your clinical skills, growing your practice your way, and of course, dealing with the real stuff like burnout and work-life balance. Whether you've been practicing for decades or just started your journey, you'll find something here for you. So take a deep breath and enjoy the show. I have a new guest to the show today. Her name is Kara McKay, and we are going to be talking about ditching the shame around getting household help, household supports, a very hot topic in my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) We will start off today though with the rapid fire questions. So Kara, question number one is why did you choose the career path that you're on? Um, Yeah, so I was a stay-at-home mom for eight years and um, wanted a you know, to get back into the workforce when my son started school and um, he got part-time kindergarten. So I was like, what am I going to do with two and a half hours a day? And so I started doing some personal assistant work and just really loved it. And um, that's what, you know, started the company. So um, 11 years later, we're growing and thriving. So awesome. That's a long time to be in distance. Um and I'm assuming too that there's been a lot of transition and growth in your company from what you might have just started, you know, to like fill some time while your little one was at school to now being a something much more than that. Yeah, definitely. Um, next question is what fills you up? Um, you know, work-wise, one of my favorite things that I do is the matching process between um, a client and a personal assistant. Um, like nothing makes me happier than both of them being super excited to work with each other. Um, we just had a all team meeting and asked the team to go around and share their win uh, for the year and every single one of them talked about how much they loved their client and loved supporting them. And it just, I was quite emotional <laughs> during the the meeting because it just was like my, a dream come true for me. So um, yeah, I love that. Awesome. Okay, great. Question number three is what do you like the least about running a business? This is my favorite question. <laughs> Yeah, for me, it's definitely the day-to-day weeds um, stuff. And I'm really good at outsourcing. (laughs) So I have a team of people that, you know, I've hired, you know, obviously a bookkeeper was the first hire um, because that is something that I'm definitely not good at. And now I have a whole management team and everything that helps. So I like to focus on the big you know, business development and, you know, how we can improve and those kind of things is what fills me up too. So. Mm, Yes. Okay. (laughs) Question four, what book do you think that every person should read? Well, my new favorite book that I just found out about a couple of weeks ago is Fair Play. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it, but it is every like couple needs to get that book. It's it's uh, I'm still listening to the audio book, but it talks about, you know, how to make it fair to share the workload at home. Um, with your partner and there's like a whole game with cards where you can go through and say you know which which uh, paths are important to us as a couple and who's going to own them and the biggest thing is that 
it's all about owning it from beginning to end. You know, whoever is holding that task is doing the planning, the execution, making sure, you know, the follow through is done. And it's just, it's something that I've always been aware of. And so it was really cool to find a book that, you know, really did a deep dive into it. Yeah. And that's a very relevant topic for the work that you do and how you how you support your clients as well. Exactly. Yeah. Great. All right. Last question in the rapid fire round is on a scale of zero to 10, how crunchy are you? <laughs> I am not all that crunchy. I was at one time, but yeah, I, I probably need to, to up it on the crunchy scale. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think for me personally, you know, I would love to say like, oh, I'm a 22 out of 10. But the reality is that I have children and as they get older, they have their own opinions about what they want to have in the house and what they're willing to eat and not willing to eat. So yeah, I've had to also like just kind of let go of my rigid expectations and loosen up a little bit while also, you know, doing the best that I can to protect their health and yeah, when my boys were little, it was a lot easier, right? To be like, red dye number 40 is not coming in the house, but they're 17 and 19 now with right. cars. And so there's, yeah, it's yeah. out of my control now. So exactly. Yeah. And, and when my kids were younger, I thought like, oh, they're going to be like such healthy teenagers. They won't want soda. But now with my 12 year old, it's almost become a, like a game in a way. For her that like if she can get access to Dr. Pepper, then she she'll she loves it. She loves the taste of it. So she wants it. And then I'm like, no, you can't have soda. We don't drink soda in our house. And she's like, well, I'm not drinking soda in the house. I had it at school. Yeah. Okay. I will I will have to say my 19-year-old just recently said to me, he was like, I used to really resent that all the kids had, you know, like cakes and candies and cookies and their lunches. And I had my peanut butter sandwich and carrots and he goes, but now I really appreciate it, you know? And so it, it does pay off. <laughs> yeah, good. Okay. So let's talk more about delegating household tasks. Most of the people that listen to this podcast are women who own their own businesses. So this is a very relevant topic because we often feel like we're doing it all and we're doing it all on our own. Yeah. Um, I know that one of the things that you um, do speak about is signs that people need to hire support. Um, What are some of the signs that someone needs to hire support at home? Yeah, I think, um, you know, one of the biggest things is if you're feeling overwhelmed, um, that's usually a good sign that, um, you know, you need some support and, you know, we feel like we have to do it all or we should be able to do it all. And I'm here to tell you, we don't have to do it all, you know, and outsourcing as much as you can afford, um, is a really important thing for self-care. Um, you know, we talk about bubble baths and manicures, but really delegating is a huge form of self-care. You need to create that space, you know, in the, um, the mental load that women carry, um, you know, of managing a household can be outsourced. Yeah. And what, where did that expectation come from that we should be able to do it all on our own? Right. I don't, I don't know, but that's certainly a belief that many of us hold that like, well, I should be able to do all of this um, myself. And maybe it's because of, you know, how our society has evolved where 
we live in single family homes and we're generally mm-hmm. like parents and children at most or living, um, you know, solo without generations living together, without yeah. living together. We don't live in community. Yeah. That's, a, I think, a big part of it is not having that village, you know, to lean on. Um, also, our society has just changed rapidly, right, over the last two generations in particular, where, you know, we're we're trying to find our place, I think, as women of, you know, where we fit in with work and home and ourselves, you know, is, is a, a big one, too. So I think we're finding the, the happy medium, you know, of of life so so besides feeling overwhelmed what's another sign that someone should consider household support I think one of the like really big critical ones of like you need to figure this out right away is if you're feeling resentful um you know which I hear a lot of from women of like even if somebody's helping with the dishes, you know, you're still having to ask, you know, you're still managing everything. And, um, you know, it can be really toxic to your health, to relationships with your family, Um, you know, and so to have a personal assistant in the home can be really helpful because that person's kind of taking on the mental load, you know, the goal is that they know what you need before you do. And, you know, you can build that relationship long term so that they're taking care of things um, without you even asking um, and bring a lot of relief. Yeah. So could you talk a bit about what a personal assistant might do in your home? Yeah. Um, so I would say probably our most popular tasks are um, laundry, <laughs> you know, doing um, start to finish, right? Getting the laundry put away like that. That's a hard one for people like nobody, you know, wants to deal with the laundry that's piled up. And um, so that's, you know, some of our clients are like, oh, it feels like, you know, fairy godmother came in and it's just like magically all put away. <laughs> Um, the other one is vendor management. So, you know, um, getting somebody in to do quotes, you know, for things that might need to be repaired or, um, you know, if you need a new furnace or, you know, those kind of emergency things that happen, um, it's nice to have somebody else who's doing the calls and, you know, meeting with the, the vendor to get the quotes and then can save you. Here's the best one. Here's why I picked it. You don't have to, you know, figure it out. It's just like when you have that trust built, you know, you're just like, great, get it taken care of, you know, and it's like every mom has, you know, decision fatigue and to have somebody else who's taking that on and you just have to say yes or no is is uh, a really great thing. Yeah, I hear that for sure. Okay, so besides laundry um, and vendor management, what else? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff that we can do. Um, you know, uh, pet care is a really big one, you know, making sure the, the dog gets the flea meds once a month and, you know, is getting their immunizations and, um, another really popular one is meal prep, you know, so, um, everything from actually planning out the meals um, to doing the grocery shopping to, you know, prepping it. Um, Some people like to cook and so they like it all prepped and ready to go. Or some people are like, give me a crock pot meal to come home to (laughs) and 
you know, you can have that family dinner and none of it was your responsibility, you know? (laughs) So that's, that's an exhausting part of being a mother is that the meal planning for me personally. So, um, you know, it's nice to have that, um, trying to think what other, you know, things like Amazon returns and, um, going to Costco, you know, um, a lot of people really appreciate that they never have to step into Costco, again. you know, um, so yeah, all the errands, chores, um, vendor management, those are, are really big, um, ones. So. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So it's kind of like what I would normally say, especially for the women that are chiropractors, I don't know that this is a thing for all the other types of health and wellness professions exactly. Although I know actually that I've said it out loud, it's also relevant in acupuncture um, that the traditional model of success is, um, you know, generally created by men. It was designed by men. And oftentimes men that have wives or do have wives at home and the wives are taking care of the kids in the house and all the things that you've just listed. And um, of course, then the men can be successful in their, in their entrepreneurial endeavors because they don't have to worry about all this other stuff and they can give a lot of time and energy to the growth of their business. Whereas so many women feel like we have to be the one that is the primary caregivers for our children. Also the primary a uh, person responsible for all the household stuff and also trying to grow a business. And it, yes, it's exhausting. It's not surprising then when we look at the statistics on burnout for women in chiropractic or women across health and wellness professions as a whole, it's very high. Yeah. It's very high. Well, and where's the time for yourself? You know, all those things you just listed too. It's like, where's the fun for you? (laughs) You know, things that fill you up and bring you joy as well. So yeah, it's a lot. So how does someone know that they have the budget available, I suppose, Mm -hmm. uh, to begin to hire household support? Yeah, so that... um, is one of the things that it just kind of depends on where you live and what the tasks are that you're looking for. It can be quite affordable, especially people that are used to having like a nanny. Um, you know, it's it's kind of the, typically the same cost, um, you know, so if your kids are a little older and, you know, don't need a nanny anymore, it might be a good time to get some support in the house. Um, but you know, it can range. It definitely, you know, having a personal assistant isn't just for the rich and famous. You know, you can have um, that uh, necessity as well, you know, to to get the support um, in the home. Um, so, yeah, there's ways that you can kind of look up like what the going rate is. Typically, it is pretty close to what a nanny rate is. Um, obviously, if it's more um, in-depth, like household manager that's working full-time, those people are going to require more. But, um, you know, you can get a lot of times, um, you know, what I recommend is kind of looking at your neighborhood groups or talking to your friends and seeing if anybody uses somebody or, um, you know, a great uh, resource can be stay-at-home moms who, you know, are looking for like a little extra spending money um, and their kids are in school and, you know, they're looking for those mom hours, you know, between nine and two to to do something, you know, um, 
And obviously they're great at running a household. <laughs> so it's, it can be a win-win for sure. Yeah. Awesome. And I know that this is um, a thing that holds a lot of people back from even getting started with, especially household support. Uh, I think it can be one thing to hire someone to support you in your business, especially when you're just getting started, right? To hire a front desk assistant or a virtual assistant, but to hire someone that supports you in your home can come yeah. with a lot of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do we work through that? Yeah, um, that is very fair, Um, you know, and I think there's a couple of things. Um, One is just getting really clear about what it is that you're looking for, Um, you know, kind of start a mind dump of like, what are the things you want to get off your plate? Um, And that's, that's a really good place to start, because then you make sure you're hiring the right person who, you know, knows exactly what they're getting into and making sure that they're a good fit. Um, obviously you want to do background check, uh, reference checks, um, you know, a big part of what we do, we do placement, um, nationwide and we really deep dive into the family to get to know them and their needs, how their household runs, who's in the household, you know, all of that. Um, and, you know, asking the questions to make sure that we get the right fit, like what's worked before with a nanny or an executive assistant at work, what hasn't. Um, and then we do the same thing with, with the candidate, you know, of just really getting to know them and making sure that, you know, it's going to be the perfect long-term fit. Um, but it, it definitely is very vulnerable having somebody in your home, um, for a lot of people and, you know, feed feedback is really important. So if, you know, the PA is doing something that you don't want them to do, or you want them to do something a different way, it's really important in the beginning to give that feedback. Um, You know, at Peppers, we say feedback is a gift, like we need that feedback, right, to be able to do our jobs. And, you know, we want to make life easier for people and that really helps. So even if it's something small that you're like, oh, it's driving me crazy where they put, you know, the fruit in the fridge or <laughs> something like that, like nobody wants their their client to feel that way. So um, there's a lot you can do, you know, to, to make it comfortable. And it takes, you know, probably three months to really get into the groove with, mm. um, you know, a personal assistant, sometimes you'll know right away that it's not going to be a good fit and you don't have to wait three minutes. <laughs> you know, it's good to, to end the relationship if you're like, I just know this isn't going to work. But if somebody, you know, you're like, oh, not sure, it's good to give it, you know, three months. So that time frame is so helpful. That's so valuable to hear from you because that is also a big question um, around hiring in general. You know, when you hire someone and Things might be a little bumpy at first and the expectations are not clear or, or maybe, you know, like you feel like the expectations are clear, but that person's not performing the way that you want them to. Yeah. Yeah. Like how long do we like try to um, improve the relationship and improve the outcomes? Right. So, yeah. And it takes both people, right. Because oftentimes we think we're communicating, but maybe we're not communicating effectively and like, you know, different things like, um, you know, writing it down, you know, might be what somebody needs or, um, 
And another big thing that sets people up for success is having like a weekly check-in, um, you know, where, you know, in the beginning, it's probably going to be a half hour, depending on, you know, what type of task your PA is working on. Um, but eventually it should be five or 10 minutes and it's time for the PA to ask questions, to get unblocked, you know, for you to give feedback. Um, communication really is the most important piece of success with the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And clear communication, proactive communication. Yeah. Which can feel hard and it can feel um scary in some ways to do, but that's a growth edge for many women. Yes. <laughs> really clearly express what it is that we want, how we need it or want it to be done. And then also to give feedback on how it's being done. Yeah. Yeah. And the the more you do that, the quicker you get to the place where it's off your plate, you know? So that's the benefit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to not let that, you know, the inner voice that says like, we're being mean or we're being Mm -hmm. bitchy, um, stop us from having that clear communication so that we're able to get the best outcomes in the relationship. Yeah. I love Brene Brown's, um, where she says clear is kind, Um, you know, that's something that's helped me kind of overcome. And obviously you have to give the positive feedback as well, because if you're only giving constructive feedback, you know, the, the PA is going to get overwhelmed and feel like they're failing. So we want to lift them up as well when we see them doing great things. Um, and, and it's funny, we asked our, um, employees, like what, what makes you feel appreciated, you know, from your client and almost every single person said a simple thank you. Like when they know it's genuine, like can go a really long way um, and helping to motivate somebody to keep, you know, doing a great job. So. Awesome. Okay. Are there any other things that you would want someone to know who is overwhelmed, is starting to feel resentful toward their family or other people and wants to or needs to hire support, but feels just like they can't give themselves permission to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that's kind of the mission that I'm on is like busting that shame around asking for help and, you know, um, everybody needs help, you know? (laughs) And so if you can afford to outsource, even small things, right? Like I always recommend people start with the house cleaner because I think that has the biggest bang for your buck, you know, and um, even if it's just once a month, you know, to kind of help maintain it, but just really look at, you know, where do you want to be spending your time and the things that are on your plate right now, do you really need to be the one doing it? Um, And there's no shame in asking for help and asking for support, you know, smart, successful women outsource things. Everybody does it, you know? And so um, I think it's an important thing to, for us to normalize um, and get that support. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Share a little bit about how you work with your clients and what your business does. Sure. So we're um, based in Seattle. um, And in Seattle, uh, the PAs are employees. um, And then we have another arm of the business that is just placement um, nationwide. 
So that's, you know, doing all of the recruiting and um, helping get started. Those are the two hardest things of, of the process. And so, you know, we help with all of the experience we've had over the past 11 years of what makes a great PA and what doesn't and um, how to get started successfully and, and building that relationship. Awesome. And if people want to learn more about what you do, where's the best place for them to go? Yeah. So our website is paseattle.com. And that's a really great place to go for all of our contact info and um, social media um, connects too. Great. Well, Kara, thank you so much for everything that you've shared today. Yeah. It was great chatting with you and hope people can get some, some outsourcing going and not feel the shame of it. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for joining me for today's episode. If you love this podcast, then be sure to join our free community, the Health and Wellness Practitioners Group over on Facebook, where you can continue the discussion and get to know other people in the community as well. We're a group of chiropractors, naturopaths, acupuncturists, midwives, doulas, massage therapists, mental health therapists, counselors, nutritionists, and the list goes on. So come join us, get to know other people, build some personal and professional relationships. You can find the group by heading to drdanielleangela.com forward slash community and request to join the group. I will see you inside from there.